0: Welcome to Holistic Human Performance Podcast. My name is Jenna Bradshaw, where we talk all things holistic health, wellness, spirituality, fitness, meditation, energetics, and so much more to help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Let's dive in. This is not medical advice. This is simply to help you on your journey through health, fitness, and wellness. I hope this helps. You can complement this With anything that you are doing currently in your life, enjoy. It's here. Reclaim Your Health Academy is officially open and launched. If you are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, if you are scared because you're genetically predisposed to disease, If you want to make lifestyle change and you have no clue where to start, especially wanting to make a holistic swap in your life, look no further. Welcome to Reclaim Your Health Academy. I am teaching you all of the things that I learned while I was going through my cancer journey and after in survivorship that truly helped heal my body. We are going to transform your health your energy, and your life on a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and energetic level. We start January 8th for our live coaching program where you will be with like-minded individuals who want to truly make change in their life because they know that they are worthy of it and so are you. I hope to see you there. You can head on over to www.holistichumanperformance.co backslash academy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Holistic Human Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Bradshaw, Mm. and today we have a very special guest, Brianna Rose. I am really excited for this interview because Mm -hmm. I am a number one, unknowingly, we have a bunch of mutual friends, which I'm like, like six degrees of separation, (laughs) the coolest thing ever. Um, And yeah, no, like she, so she's a Kundalini business coach. I am like so excited to dive into this topic because if you've listened to me before, I talk about it a lot, business and spirituality, you can't have one without the other. It Being an entrepreneur is a spiritual business. It's a spiritual endeavor. And so welcome to the podcast. Hello.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be
0: here. <laughs> hey. Um. So why don't you share with the listeners who you are and what you do, and then we'll kind of take it from there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm Brianna Rose. I'm a Kundalini business coach and CEO of the Light Leader Collective, Most of the time, when I say I'm a Kundalini business coach, people have no idea what that is. And Mm -hmm. so essentially what I do is is I help people to tap into their potential and build businesses that are aligned with their soul. My viewpoint on business is we have to look at it through the lens of energy first, strategy second. If we try to tackle it through that lens of strategy, we're just going to burn out and we're just going to try to hustle our way to success. And there's a whole other way to building a business, a business that is unique to you, that is connected to your energy, your lifestyle, and that can still just raise your income and also raise the vibration of the planet as well.
0: Mm, Win, win, and win. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. So obviously people are like, what the hell is Kundalini? Why don't you explain to the listeners what Kundalini is and how you kind of like integrate that into uh, what you teach and coach other people?
1: yeah for sure so most people when they hear of kundalini if they've heard of it before often they associate it with a form of yoga and meditation. And so that's not actually kundalini. Um, That's a form or a way to awaken kundalini. But kundalini is an energy that we all have that lives within us. For most people, it's dormant. Um, But if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably a sign that your kundalini energy wants to awaken or is awakening, which is quite cool. And so this energy lives near the base of your spine kunda means coil, lini means line. So it's a coiled line. It's a coiled energy. It's often represented as a snake or a serpent because it's this coiled energy. It's coiled three and a half times. And so it just kind of lives and breathes within you. It's said that this is the purest form of divine feminine energy. If that energy doesn't resonate for you, just think of it as birthing energy. It's the same energy that's created everything that we've seen in this world, including me and you, and you have it living within you. And so as an entrepreneur, this is kind of your secret weapon because we're constantly birthing things, whether it's content or courses or programs and so on. When you really learn how to work with this energy, it just opens up the floodgates to prosperity. And so in order to awaken the energy, you want to use Kriyas, which are sequences of poses, posture, mantra, and breath work that you practice together in a specific sequence for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. I think of it as energetic choreography. We're moving our bodies in a specific way. To essentially put pressure on the Kundalini energy so she can start to rise. And so, science has proven that this is a light frequency energy that lives within us, which is really cool. And so, as we start to put pressure on it to rise, it actually uncoils and undulates and rises up through your central spinal column. And then it descends down through your vagus nerve. So, it's literally turning on Mm -hmm. your nervous system, it's turning on your whole body. So, that's the science of it. Mm -hmm. The mythological. The mythology of it is this energy is a feminine energy and she's coursing through your body. And as much as she's turning you on and awakening you, her intention is to meet with her divine counterpart, which is Shiva. And that's the divine masculine. And supposedly he sits at your crown chakra. And so as this energy is moving and coursing through your body, it's also a very balanced experience because you have feminine and masculine. Um, And so the way this energy works is since it is a light frequency, when it's rising up through your body, just like a flashlight, it's kind of illuminating your darkness. And so Kundalini is your greatest awakening, your greatest healing, because it's illuminating the parts of you that um, aren't your highest and greatest. It's illuminating your limiting beliefs, your stories, your traumas, um, the things that are stopping you from experiencing you, the things that are blocking your success, your abundance, your awakening, your ascension. Kundalini is going to awaken and highlight those things for you to give you an opportunity to heal them. And so oftentimes when people work with this energy, They see quantum shifts in their life and in their business because they're healing at such a rapid pace. So that's how Kundalini is moving and grooving through the body. Um, It's quite amazing. And so again, the way that you awaken this is through yoga, meditation, breath work, any intentional movement can really start to awaken this energy. The way we see it here at the Light Leader Collective, we swap out the serpent and we think of it as a diamond because the more pressure you put on a diamond, the more it's going to shine up and illuminate you and literally make you the lightest, brightest version of yourself.
0: Wow! (laughs) Sign very cool. That is amazing. No, it um, so it's interesting because I'm just like making all the connections in my mind right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I teach this energy reset course, and I talk about these spiritual energy points, Mm. and. Don't quote me on it, but I believe it's point twenty four is Kundalini. So it's really interesting to hear it, and again, like taking a deep dive into like this isn't just woo woo. There is actual science that represents yeah. this in our physical body, yeah. um, and it yeah no, it's definitely a game changer. I love Kundalini. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Now I'm curious how did you step into this? Like, how did you like stumble upon Kundalini? How did you get into this? How did you start? What was prior Brianna like?
1: Yes. Yes. So I've been practicing Kundalini for the last like 10, 12 years. And so Prior to that, um, I was always kind of an intuitive kid that um, tried to shut off my intuitive gifts because they scared the crap out of me. And then when I was in my early 20s, um, I was a PR marketing director. I'm originally from New York. So I have that like hustle culture ingrained in me. And my main intention was just to rise up through the corporate ladder and work 60, 70, 80 hour weeks and do all that. And so I was doing it. I was in the process of doing it. I was 23 years old. I was a PR marketing director, I really carved out a for myself in the wellness industry, I had the career, I had the car, I had all the things that you're supposed to have. And yet I was still like, there's something, there's something off. Like I have all the check boxes, but I'm still not feeling good. And so around that time, I had a spiritual awakening. I totally just like blew me open in terms of my intuitive gifts. Um, and it was totally different than anything I'd ever experienced because I was so much in that like hustle business-minded mindset that all this energy stuff just felt so. New, raw, scary, exciting, and kind of everything in between. And as I started to open up, um, I started to find different teachers and mentors. And very randomly, I was on Instagram and I saw someone post about Gabby Bernstein. I had no yeah. idea who she was, but I was like, this woman seems cool. I'm like, she's spiritual. She's also from New York. I'm going to check her out. And in her book, May Cause Miracles. Mm. Um, she brought up Kundalini and it kind of just like bounced off the page for me. Like it felt like I needed to learn more about this. And so I did some Googling and it scared the crap out of me. I was like, what? This looks like a cult, but I was like, but Gabby's recommending it. It's gotta be okay. It ended up being that where I worked, um, I'm from Long Island. And so on Long Island, there's only one Kundalini yoga studio at this point. And where I worked, it was the building next door to where I worked. And so I was like, no this way? Is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this is, you know, synchronicity. This is divine, you know, intervention. I got to check it out. And I walked in and in that moment, like everything changed. Like it was a class that totally changed me. I couldn't describe what it was. I couldn't put words like what was going through my body. But I walked out feeling happier, aligned, connected, clearer than I had felt in a really long time. It didn't last forever, but I could see like the light. I knew that this was something to kind of follow and follow, you know, follow that path. And so so I started to do Um, what ended up happening was as I learned more about Kundalini, I also recognized that it was being taught here in the West is a very Dogmatic practice is very much like guru on the pedestal. You're, you know, down here. Don't question the guru. And I had a lot of questions. That's just the type of person I am. So I started asking all these questions. I was like, why does it work? What is Kundalini? Uh, what's happening in my body? And no one really had answers for me. And so I started to just use my body as a guinea pig and kind of start. Moving the Kriyas in my own body, testing them out, because there's a lot of rules, like you couldn't practice it this way, or you had to do it for this specific amount of time. And I'm a little bit of a rule breaker. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I just you, <laughs> and I'm just gonna do it on my own and see what happens. And I started to just really learn what kundalini actually was, which wasn't being taught here in the West, um, where it all stems from, the history of it, what the energy actually is, how the Kriyas are working. And then that opens me up to learning about Chinese medicine. And so Through that, I ended up kind of creating my own version of Kundalini that we call Mm. like kundalini which is more feminine based we're listening to the energy of the body and we're layering in chinese medicine using the meridian system so essentially Mm. we take the meridian system we cross it over the kriya so you can start to understand how the energy channels are opening up how it's working in your body and what kriyas are meant for you and what kriyas are not meant for you and so that's kind of how i stumbled upon this that happened um, about a decade ago and then within the last five years i kind of went all in and started just bringing it into business strategy and and clients started seeing incredible results from it because we were clearing the energy first, getting to the root cause of their blocks and then layering in the business strategy and action steps. And then their businesses could really scale and make more impact.
0: That's really cool. I mean, as you say this, it's like the breadcrumbs of like when you started at age, you know, in your early twenties, and then yeah. you, you stumble upon Kundalini, which like so random, yes. <laughs> like oh, totally right. so random. <laughs> I love yeah so because so I know that when I've done I haven't taken like the deepest dive into um you know coaches who do this but um I do enjoy doing it like you know let's just say if I'm going through I don't know like anger or something like that like there are like specific breath breath works for it and they yeah. are very potent and they work tremendously yeah. um so at what point were you like oh I got something here. Like I can really, mm. I can really help um, the masses on this. You know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a while ago. It was probably in like 2015, 2016. I was practicing for a couple of years, and I wasn't like a die-hard, uh, you know, devotee of Kundalini at first. It scared me because it worked so fast, and so mm. I'd do a little bit and then I'd get results and then I'd feel like, you know, I'd like run away from it because like, that was so crazy. That was so powerful. It felt really scary and intimidating at first. So I spent Mm. the first couple of years dancing around it and then I realized that I always was going back to it whenever I needed something, whenever I felt like I needed to support myself or I felt disconnected or wanted to manifest, I was always going back to it. And so around 2015, 2016, I guess, um, is really when I started to make that connection between the postures, the Kriyas, the breath work, all of that. And mm-hmm. then the meridian system. And I started to make sense of, oh, this is how it works in the body. And the reason why I came to that was some of the Kriyas were like making me sick. I wasn't feeling good. And mm-hmm. whenever I asked teachers, they were like, Well, you're just weak. You're just not strong enough. Keep practicing. Um, and that just didn't feel right to me because I'm like, I'm sick from this. This doesn't make any sense. Right. And so it's like, I need to figure out what this is even doing in my body. Like, what am I doing to myself? What is happening? What do these mantras even mean? What am I chanting and calling upon? I just wanted to educate myself. So around 2015, 2016, that's when I started to do that. And I started to make the connection between the meridian system and the Kriyas to kind of give a, give some substance as to what they were doing in the body, how they were working in the body and how one Kriya, all of the Kriyas are totally adaptable and they're not cookie cutter. So if me and you were to practice the same one, we're going to have different results because our energetic constitutions are different. Mm. And when I started to do that, I was like, oh shit, this is really amazing. We can really help people heal. And so I've always had that Business brain, and so while I was doing this, I was also doing business consulting and graphic design and web design. And what I was noticing was people had the strategy, they had the action steps, but they weren't taking them because they had limiting beliefs, they had stories, they had patterns, they had things that were blocking them from showing up for themselves. And so, as like the business consultant, I couldn't really help them because I was just doing you know the the 3D logical stuff. And so I was like, I I know I can help people in a bigger way, and this this just isn't it. And so then. In In 2017, um, I closed down my branding business and consulting business and I opened up Kundalini Business Coaching. And within one year, um, we hit half a million dollars without paid ads. And it was all just like organic growth. Didn't even have a website for half of that time, it was mostly just through social media. And I share that because that was a testament of the tools working. People were seeing results and they were telling people and so on, because when you address the energy of the body, you're also healing the business because the business is an expression of you. So if you can heal the internal world and purify the internal world, the business is going to shift rapidly. And so when you do take those action steps and you do apply the strategy, it's kind of like you have the Midas touch. It's like everything Mm. you touch turns to gold.
0: Mm, I love that. That is amazing. Yeah. So when you when you what what kinds of people are you are you seeing when they come to you? Obviously they have to be open.
1: Yes. I would say like when I first started, I worked with a lot of people that weren't open. I worked with more of corporate people because that was where I was at. I was kind of in that transition. And so at the point where I'm at now, I would say I work with people that are stuck in the spiritual closet. It's like, they know they have intuitive gifts. They know that they're kind of like witchy and magical, but they're afraid to like fully step into it. They might've started a business, but it's not like fully them because they're afraid of what friends or family are going to think. Um, they're worried about like really being who they are and embracing all that they are. Cause maybe they got made fun of growing up or what have you. So I, I typically work with the people that are like, I know I have something special and I'm also really scared to share it or I don't want to share it because most of the time as spiritual entrepreneurs like what they do what we do is is kind of magic and so it's like how do you even translate that how do you even put that into a program how do you create a post and so I help them kind of be that bridge between the 5D and the 3D or to like tether those big visions And birth them and bring them to life because if the healers coaches and intuitives aren't birthing or creating the programs oh my god what kind of world are we going to see right if they're actually able to share their gifts with the world we're going to see a world that is happy that is healthy that is in love that is peaceful because the tools are getting out there
0: Mm, this is that's a really good point Mm. um and i just want to hammer this home for the listeners (laughs) being able to be authentic and be also curious to ask questions I find a lot of the times um and you know this goes for all industries too like but especially in the spiritual space like when you have questions it's almost like frowned upon where it's like no, I know more than you. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to ask questions. Like I'm the mentor or the guru or whatever. And I also am not about that. I ask so many questions and, you know, I, I implore people to keep asking questions, even if it deters your you know mentor or guru away from you, yes. that's just like meant to happen. Yes. Um, And so I, I would say like, ask questions, see what works for you. Mm. And, and, you know, the universe will always provide what, what you need. Yes.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I think we should all be finding mentors that trust to know that we're the gurus actually, and they're just there to expand us into what's possible.
0: Mm, Love that. Hmm. That's so good. (laughs) Um, now you also do a little bit of speaking. I saw that I you spoke at selfish Philly, <laughs> shout out to Danielle Massey. <laughs> um, how was that? Tell me about your experience there. Uh,
1: it was so good. It was absolutely amazing. I love, I just love speaking and getting this work out there. Cause I truly know and believe that if people knew how to work with this energy, they would just feel good. Like they would feel happy. They would feel aligned. They would be able to experience love. And I think that's what this is all about. That success is a byproduct of your own internal alignment with your purpose and with your happiness. And so if we can do that, we don't have to chase the money. We don't have to chase the abundance. It's just going to naturally magnetize to us. So it was absolutely amazing to be on stage. Um, Danielle and I go way back to high school. She's one of my first students inside of, um, the Ascension Academy. And it's just been amazing to watch her grow and expand and use these tools. And it was amazing to have the opportunity to walk on stage and to help the women that were there and to teach them these sacred tools as well.
0: That is so cool. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We go way back.
0: (laughs) So cool. So as we wrap up, yes. what are some words of wisdom that you have hmm. for the listeners?
1: Yes. Well, here's the thing. I think oftentimes we listen to these podcasts, these episodes, and we get really inspired. So, right? Like you're listening to it. You're getting inspired. You're getting amped up. And then you end the podcast and you go back to your daily life and you don't implement anything that you've learned, or you don't take action on the ideas that you received. And so I lovingly challenge anyone that's listening to us that had an idea during this conversation, whether it was an idea to start a new business, to change their career, to create a post, to do whatever it is. If you've got some sort of intuitive download while listening to this, I lovingly challenge you to take action on it. Don't let that energy fizzle out hang up from this podcast, right? Hit end on it and go do it. Go do the damn thing and take action on it because that was your intuition speaking to you. And if you don't take action on that idea, the universe is going to give it to someone else. And so it Mm. came to you for a reason because you were the one that's meant to take action
0: on it right now. Mm, Love that. (laughs) Everyone go take action. (laughs) (laughs) Go do it. (laughs) Beautiful. So, um, where can Brianna, where can people find you?
1: Yeah. So I love hanging out on Instagram at I am Brianna Rose. It's really me running that account. It's not my assistant um, in the DM. So please slide in my DMs and say, hello. I love connecting with new people. Um, And then I also have a free Facebook group called Rising Light Sisterhood that has over a hundred free trainings inside of that space, all about Kundalini and entrepreneurship and everything in between. Um, It's pretty rad and it's filled with multi-thousand light leaders. So you'll just find your sisterhood and just get to learn and expand with us.
0: That's beautiful. I am so glad that we were able to do this and make this happen. Nice. Um, I also tried out some of your resources, and it was great. I, I implore everyone: go check it out. Find what tools work for you. find Find what is going to help you get to the next level, and mm. go take that aligned action that your body is telling you to do. Yes,
1: echo that. <laughs> Thank you so
0: much. <laughs> So guys, if you like this episode, like, share, subscribe, and I will see you in the next one. Mm. Bye. Bye.